Fit for Life Radio, episode number 53. Your hosts, Will. Say hi, Will. Hi. <laughs> and Gary. We are here with another guest because <laughs> it just, you guys seem to like listening to other people better. Yeah. So we'll keep them coming. Is he a guest, though? I mean, he's a guest to the podcast. Yeah, I guess. But he's not really a guest. He's like an extended family yeah. that lives in our podcast house. Yep. And that's Diego Diaz. Say your whole name like it's a boxing match. <laughs> Should I say it with the accent? Or, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, with yeah, the, yeah. Or, or Mexican, or like the real thing. The real thing. Like as authentic as it can get. Diego Diaz Infante Dale. What was the last one? Dale. Oh. Daily. I've been it's, saying daily. <laughs> In my head, I say daily. I mean, it's, it's, spelled, it's basically daily because that's actually from my grandma. So that's, that's American. It's American, uh, but just... But just... Put, That's a Mexican pronunciation. Put through that Mexican filter. And for the millennials, you might know him as <laughs> ice cream, ice underscore cream underscore fiesta. Ice cream fiesta. On Instagram. And that will be the subject of today's podcast. Yep. Is going to be all things ice cream. Ice cream. How to eat ice cream and have abs. And for those of you that don't like ice cream... You could plug in like whatever your your favorite treat is there. Um, yeah, just don't make it like a keto treat. Yeah, no keto treat. <laughs> hey, I almost bought a keto cookie on the way here, mm. just so we could eat it. I would punch in the face. I saw on Instagram friend. the little there's like a bakery in Hilton, and they got these big monster cookies. I've seen that bakery. I've been curious to go on about to go on over there. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I feel better by. I'm planning to ride my bike there. Like, <laughs> like that, it's like fun. It helps. Like I do like all the stuff we tell people not to do, but you still whatever. I'm gonna ride my bike there, so I feel better about eating this cookie. Eating this thousand calorie <laughs> cookie. You go and do a um, lap of the Nolan. Walk okay. over there. Just uh, five miles. Is hike. it a big cookie? Is it like the monster type cookie, or is it like a gigantic? No, it's the monster cookie? type cookie. Okay. Right. Oh, but I then it it's a also a big cookie. A big so it's cookie. like a monster monster cookie. Yeah, a monster monster, monster squared. Cookie. So, yeah, so we want to dig in on, we like to call it discretion, your discretional calories, right? We're not always eating, you know, chicken and rice. So you want to have room for other things that make it, that's what makes your diet sustainable and also helps with binging, right? If whenever people go on a diet and something like the whole 30 and basically have a huge list of everything you can't have, what happens? You immediately want it all of those things you can't have whatever it is and half the time you only want it because you can't have it so by allowing yourself to really have anything you want you'll be surprised at how really uh, for me you realize that the things that you just truly don't really want and then the things that you do really want so a lot of times i know when i've been really strict in the past you're like, oh, I'm going to grab everything. So you'll go to the grocery store and you'll get crackers and chips and Load ice cream. And, up. and half the stuff you don't even really want. And then when you're telling yourself, well, I can have whatever I want, then you realize, you know what? I really only love ice cream or um, Kit Kat mm-hmm. bars or whatever it is. And then that makes things a lot easier. Is yeah. that So it, I know you've probably been through all those different phases, Diego. So kind of talk about... Um, and obviously, the viewers don't know, but we know, yeah, for the most part, that is your favorite treat. You're not having a ton of other stuff. So how'd you land on ice cream? So um, basically, like, 
it would be pretty much on the weekends i would like to have my pint of ice cream so during the week i would eat just my normal stuff um i'm super routine on everything so i usually eat the same stuff uh but on the weekends i would want a pint of ice cream and i would go um and i used to do a lot of like the lower calorie ice creams like the halo tops and stuff like that but then i know man i can't go back but then um <laughs> like i would always choose the same things because i didn't know um, if I was gonna like it, if it was, I would wanted to spend calories or money on it, um, and then basically go home, eat a couple spoonfuls, and be like, "Oh, this was a disappointment. I don't want any of this ice cream." So um, I started looking on Instagram, and there was this one guy I followed, um, and he did reviews, but he did a lot of reviews of um, what do you call it? Like I forgot the word right now, but like fancier ice cream, mm -hmm. gourmet. Uh, yeah, like gourmet style. Gourmet. So if I if I went to the store, I couldn't find any of that stuff. Um, so I wanted to, like, find someone that would tell me, hey, this ice cream is good, um, because of this reason and that reason. I just couldn't find it, so I decided to do it on my own. Um, later on, I saw some people did it, so probably if it was a good thing because if I had seen it before I started, I wouldn't have even. Uh, started my instagram but it was like well nobody's doing it let me review it um and let people know there might be someone like me out there mm -hmm. the ones the ones to know if an ice cream's good and um if it's worth having it so that's basically how it started i started like i'm just gonna venture out a little bit try different ice creams um uh, and my goal wasn't even to do it as often or as consistent my goal initially was like well i'll just do my weekend ice cream like once a week i'll go grab my ice cream try it review it, and post it for everyone but um of course most things I, I do i just have to go all in so once i started doing it i just kind of did a part-time job um <laughs> consuming ice cream and uh posting it which is funny because now you have a part-time job making, making ice, ice cream at an ice cream yeah. place yeah so that's basically how it started i just i i wanted to um i wanted to see all the different options out there and then see which ones were good and which one were worth it and they just went from there and then also in the midst of now i'm basically having ice cream every day you also like in the summer had a photo shoot and got to, like to your leanest and photo shoot lean eating ice cream every day um so you want to kind of talk about that and some tips yeah so um so i had a photo shoot proposal um i think it was late in the year, um, the, not this past year, the year before. So basically, I, I got a photo shoot proposal, and I was kind of hesitant. I was like, okay, I, I want to try it. Um, and I was, I was kind of getting a little more into this Instagram, in, into this um, ice cream reviewing thing. So I was really wanting to push that, um, but at the same time, I was like, well, I want to get lean, so I know I'm, I'm not going to be able to eat in all this ice cream. Um, so there's going to be there's going to be need to be some trade-offs. Um, so I kind of challenged myself to like, hey, let's see how much ice cream I can actually eat um, while st still getting lean. And if I point, at some point I have to cut it out, then I'll just cut it out. Um, so most ice cream, um, I like the full fat, like give me, give me the full thing. Um, most ice cream is going to be high in calories, usually high in fats, um, some carbs. So I knew that in order to make that work for me... What, I'm going to interrupt real quick. Yeah. Isn't it funny how people refer to ice cream as carbs because it has sugar in it? 
No. So when people say, oh, I cut out carbs, carbs are bad, I do good without carbs. And then you ask them, well, when you say carbs, like what kind of foods did you cut out? They're like ice cream, pizza. pizza. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, you do realize those foods are actually more, and again, not that we're trying to demonize fats, no. but like they're more fat calories than they are then, carb yeah. calories. It, essentially, they're just, they're just huge calorie bombs. I mean, basically, like the the thing really I have to watch the most, uh, the most to include ice cream in my diet is um, fats. Because that's the thing that can really escalate a lot. Yeah, because one of the good pints is going to have, what, 50 grams, right? Yeah, anywhere from 50 to like 65. Yeah, like a day's worth. So so because of that, you eat pretty lean, though. Yeah, so so basically, um, that's how I I knew I needed to structure my diet, um, fats being the main thing I limited. So uh, I stick to super lean options. So I'll do either like. non-fat Greek yogurt or fat-free cottage cheese. Um, lately, I've been doing just mainly egg whites, um, like the egg beater cartons, and that's mm-hmm. super simple. Um, and then I'll stick to chicken for most of my meals. Um, the days I would eat like a fattier um, cut of meat or something like that, I would opt to either having a low-calorie ice cream, uh, which I don't do um, lately, or I would do gelato, which is basically less fat. So I would just choose the days that I'm going to do gelato. I could probably choose a little bit fattier meat if I wanted to, or I would save that mm-hmm. for the days I knew I was going to have fattier meat. Um, but overall, just um, knowing that I needed to do some trade-offs. So basically, I was like, okay, I want to include ice cream. Um, let me see what I can do. So I started by choosing leaner meats. So basically, the the le- the, le- the least amount of fat I can have in my diet, right? So egg whites is basically zero fat. Um, chicken is going to have a little bit, um, which I'm at doing yeah, skinless, for a, a good boneless amount. chicken breast. Yeah. So, um, so that's basically how I went about, um, fats and meat and protein. And then I knew my carbs have, were going to have to, um, give a little. So I'm, I'm out, I have always been big on veggies. So I have a good, um, size portion of veggies and then I needed carbs or I knew I needed carbs that were going to fill me up, um, because, I was only going to get so many calories from that and the rest are going to be from ice cream. So basically I would, um, I would, I chose potatoes and sweet potatoes, which I love. I can eat every freaking day. Um, so that I basically just turned my diet into that potatoes, egg whites, um, chicken, and then I would portion out my ice cream. So, um, because I wanted to lean down, my calories were limited. So I would portion the amount I wanted. I would weigh it out because it's super easy to just kind of overdo it. So I would weigh it out and I would uh, and I would just sit down and eat it and try to really enjoy the experience because I think that's another part. Um, I wasn't just like eating it and then be like three seconds later like, damn, where did my ice cream go? Um, I really wanted to enjoy it. So I would sit down and I would make sure I enjoyed it and then... Dim um, the lights. Do you have an ice cream room? <laughs> it's got like a little shrine. I mean, I, I honestly would not. He put some dry ice on the ground. <laughs> sets the mood a little bit. There, there's just a record player in there with um. I have I have a little bed for my pine. with ushers mm. usher tunes from from the early when R when like R and B was yeah. R and B yeah. when it was raining in every music video. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't I, mind that at all. I almost said R Kelly, but <laughs> nah, we can't. We can't listen to that. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that anymore. Not after that documentary. Mm. But yeah, you should get ice cream room one day. I should. Or maybe should. just like a, a when, walk-in freezer. Whenever I buy a house, man, with I'm, a there, there's gonna be an ice cream room in there. Mm. 
you say that, but I mean, hey, he, he builds like a little like crib that he puts his freezer. <laughs> he puts his freezer in. <laughs> he tucks it in every night. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he would. You gonna paint it pink or blue? The room, or is it neutral? Gender neutral? Gender it neutral. Should, it should be gender neutral. Yeah, yeah. ice creams for everybody. Yeah, you're right. We're gonna get in trouble here. Gray. No, we're not. <laughs> we're gonna be fine. We could go a lot worse than that, I think. So for the, for the people listening, realize. You know, a lot of times I think people hear this, stuff like this, like, oh, you can have ice cream on your diet. And everyone likes that idea, but then they don't, they ultimately aren't willing to make the trade-offs, right? They're, they're going to go and be like, you know what, I'm at 7-Eleven for breakfast, I'll get the bratwurst. And in their head, they're like, ah, Jesus. Well, Diego has ice cream every day, I'm going to go ahead and have the ice cream too at, later that day, even though I had a bratwurst for breakfast, right? And at the end of the day, um, you know, the calories... Like they add up and it goes over. Like the the it, the number one thing that you have to do is realize that the trade offs have to be made and they have to be worth it for you, right? So so like for Diego's example, he doesn't mind eating the lean proteins, right? And he trusts the numbers. I think that's you think that's the hardest part for people is to realize that I think everyone wants to think. Like, they think ice cream, bad, right? Yeah. So then they label it. So even though if we're like, hey, if you eat 600 calories of ice cream and that fits in your total budget, like, you're, everything's going to happen just fine as if that ice cream was a sweet potato, right? So, but people ultimately fear it. And then when they eat it, they still feel bad and have guilt and they just can't trust the whole situation. Yeah, I feel, I, there's a lot of... Um of culture about like feeling guilty about having certain foods um we see it a lot with our clients like having certain foods to like oh i i did really bad this weekend because i have this and that and that it's like well it's not that you can have it um if you said you did bad um which that what what even that means um that might be like yeah that's super calorie dense so you want a lot over calories but not necessarily because it was a specific type of food. Um, so I think there's definitely a lot of guilt culture around eating certain types of foods um, and not trusting the numbers, like you said. Mm -hmm. Like for me, I know if I was hitting my numbers, um, then I can I could eat as much or as little ice cream as I wanted to. The main thing would come to be like, okay, how much am I willing to sacrifice, right? Mm -hmm. Because if I add more ice cream to my calories, then one, I know it could affect into my protein, which that's um, like kind of like a big thing for me to know. I it, it helps me with recovery and training, so we can touch on that later. But um, it would cut out also into other foods, which would lead into me feeling hungrier. So mm -hmm. I already know that by cutting calories, there's going to be certain amount of hunger because I'm eating less food than I'm used to. Um, so if I'm choosing to do more ice cream, then like half a cup of ice cream is going to be the same if I eat like, uh, let's say two or three sweet potatoes, right? Yeah. So I'm going to feel a lot fuller from the have, have a cup of from uh, from the sweet potatoes than they have a cup of ice cream. Yeah. So I knew I that would um. I I, I didn't want that. I want to make sure I felt full because then if not, I would be more prone to reach out and grab something. Yeah. Um, so as long as I was hitting my numbers, I was good. But I also knew I had to have the base where, hey, I'm, I don't want to feel as hungry, or if I feel hunger, it's not going to be a um, super. hunger, yeah, super um, strong hunger yeah. or anything like that.
And then the way like Diego's worked it out is it's essentially like a little bit of daily discretionary calories. So mm-hmm. you're much for every day. I kind of like to more do which is the way we kind of coach a lot of people, like the weekly allowance, right? So I'll eat a little less during the week. And I ultimately know because of that, I almost have like a 1,500 to 2,000 calorie buffer for the weekend, which for me, it's like if we eat out, it's only going to be once typically. So like I know I have 1,500, 2,000 extra calories to work with, right, in in my week. Now I could then break that down into a little bit of something every day, or I like to have an entire pint of ice cream. So that's 1200 calories right there but yeah it's still a buffer there's still a limit but you can almost work in anything right like if i liked beer i you know 1200 calories is going to be um like six like six six, like you know 150 calorie beers so someone who's like i want to have a beer every day you can make that work right but obviously because i have that 1200 calorie buffer like that's 1200 calories of you know, food I'm not eating during the week. So I could be having more portions of my meats or my sweet potatoes or rice. So like there is a trade-off being had. And truthfully, I'm kind of in a lower deficit during the week and get hungry in between meals. Uh, And then on the weekend I get stuffed because I have a day, you know, (laughs) a couple thousand extra calories, but like, that's fine. Like I'm willing to make that trade-off. It works for me. And for most people, we have found that that weekly doesn't work as well um, because people go overboard on that day when they start to have other stuff whereas the daily discretionary works a lot better for people because they feel like there's less restriction right exactly every day they get to have something they're like oh i'm not gonna have a like because you can you can put anything in there um and for some reason a lot of our clients is chocolate right so i cannot have a piece of chocolate here and there um, until the weekend, but then the weekend comes and it's like you have you want everything chocolate. You want a chocolate mm-hmm. a piece of chocolate. Mm-hmm. You want a chocolate donut. You want a chocolate shake, and then you just start piling things together. Um, so if usually we've seen yeah, if clients are eating it a little more often, they don't feel as restricted. So it's less likely yeah. that they'll um, go and just ball out on the weekend. So let's talk about the other pieces. Okay, now you've done. You kind of know your portions. You know how much discretionary calories you have you decided you're going to have ice cream and you're going to eat it every day and you say no to other stuff and you do only eat your lone uh, your lean proteins the last piece of the puzzle that's the hardest is okay well guess what you can't just then have your portion and then have a little more and be like hee hee it's only a bite or two because you do that every day <laughs> it, you, adds that it adds, adds up, up a lot. right so, especially with ice cream yeah, yeah. so it's, what it's it, super easy um and so when i was really trying to get mostly towards the end because you know as you get leaner you have to make more and more sacrifices so um as i got leaner i really had to watch how much i was eating exactly so i would weigh it out um i had a small really really small bowl um that i would just scoop it into (laughs) Mm -hmm. and that for me is like mentally right so it made it seem like it was a a bigger portion so it just kind of tricking my brain um and then just that way i would put the um ice cream pine away and i would know okay this is my portion and most days i wanted a lot more ice cream like it wasn't that's my problem that's yeah that's the hard part with something like that it it definitely like i would say it's definitely not easy but the more you start learning to say no and be okay with it um, the easier it gets and one of the things that really helped me is like i knew the ice cream was going to be there the next day right 
So it's like, well, I had this portion today, and I would tell myself this, like, damn, I want more. But it's like, well, we'll be there tomorrow. Can I just have tomorrow and still stay um, true to my goal? Well, yeah. Or do I rather sacrifice? Yeah. Well, no. So I would ask myself these questions every time, and then I would come to a conclusion, well, I'll be there tomorrow. I'll just grab, um, grab it tomorrow. Yeah. And, and then practicing that every day it probably gets easier and easier. Yeah. And, I mean, some days, like, I've reached out and grab a couple of spoons with more. Um, but overall, I would say in the grand um, scheme of thing, I was a lot super consistent. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wasn't perfect. Um, I had days where I just wanted a lot more ice cream and I gave in. Um, but I think really matters is in the long run if doing it day after day after day, um, one or two days is not gonna have a huge impact. Yeah. Uh, a good picture, it would be cool if you did, would be like, you know, a picture of about whatever half a pint of ice cream, so like five six hundred calories, and then next to it a picture of five six hundred calories of like sweet potato, just so people can <laughs> yeah, see like, hey, this is the volume sacrifice trade off I'm willing to make. Um, that, would, that would be actually a yeah. Point. And people are gonna see, man, that's like that's good, what seven made. bites of ice cream, and they're gonna, and, you dude, six hundred calories of sweet potatoes. Is, so you're, you're, I mean, like that's a good amount of sweet potatoes. Yeah. Dude, that's gotta be. Well, that's about three cups. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That, I mean, that's that's a big. But how hole. many people yeah. can eat three cups of sweet, sweet potatoes, potatoes and not be full? Yeah. Whereas you eat the ice cream. How it's how many people can eat half a half a cup or whatever half, half a, pint a pint of ice cream and and one more and then eat yeah. the other half. Yeah. 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 So, and that's where a lot of people will learn what's you know what's worth it to them or why they do overeat. That hey, those mm -hmm. foods drive overeating, and then you learn if it's a you know, green light, yellow light, red light food for you and strategies to make it work. That's why me, I prefer the pint and on a day where I also maybe having a bigger dinner and other calories because then by the time I eat it, I'm full. Like I'm full. I'm physically like my stomach has, is feels like stretched and full. And then I'm not like, oh, I would, I would like more. And, and also to that point, you have to learn um, to know yourself, right? Because for example, in um, our particular cases, you like to have it on the weekend because you know if it's there and you mentioned it before if i have it there and i try to eat a little bit then i just finish it a lot you finish yeah. it a lot faster than um than you yeah. had and planned on and then for me i can do that a little more but for example for me so uh, i'll put an example debbie um everybody knows debbie she brought me cookies mm -hmm. the other day right so so oatmeal cookies and i love them um and i was i was just kind of thinking to myself how for me it's a lot simpler because i have it i have them kind of in my um in my pantry so i go open grab a little piece put in my mouth whatever i want like when i want a piece of cookie and then i just i can walk away um and for most people that's just like a lot of people are not going to be able to do that like i know will mentioned whitney is able to do that bro um, i'm gonna walk away and I'm gonna circle back and grab another piece. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just I know how, that's how I am. So I don't like keeping mm. crap like that around. And and that's you know, and that's I think why getting to know yourself is important because if if that's gonna be the case, then the other thing we, we usually preach, right? Well, keep them out of the house. Yep. If you know you're not gonna have control, then keep it out of the house. Grab it on the weekend and then just mm -hmm. have it on the weekend. Um, but if you know you're able to just kind of portion it and say no after you have your portion then that's probably a good option for you too yeah what i know about myself is that i'm not a quitter same so do are you, you calling me a quitter <laughs> you know that's what we're talking <laughs> about right now 
Indirectly, yes. You know what I've noticed is I'm fine. Like, so you know how sometimes you'll give me those little like, like they're probably like half a cup, right? Like the little ice cream from Lolly's. Like, yeah. yeah, small little, container. Yeah, so it's like a little small container to try, and I'll take it home, and that's all all I have in the house of that and i'll eat it like eat the cut and i'm, I'm good like i finished it mm-hmm. i'm like that was good and i don't really think much more about so it So for you but, it's just finishing whatever you have right so then if i have a pint like that's what i eat and even a few months ago i'd gotten half gallon half gallon <laughs> right because i was like i was at lidl and i wanted some ice cream and i'm like man this is this is less than the other stuff and it's a half gallon and i got it and i was like this will last like a month like you know i'm gonna I just, dude i ate it in three days you knew that was a lie. And, and I was like, so if I was getting a half gallon of ice cream every week, I'd eat it every week, right? But yeah. if I got half a cup, I'd be, I'd eat that, right? So it's just, yeah, that's I, where, I know where that. pre-portioning your ice cream come into place, right? Yeah, like your like little bowl. If you if you have your half yeah, a cup. So, that's, but that's, here's the thing, it's like. If it's in the house, I can feel it in my bones. Like, yeah, so you just need to buy. I would a small it, container. Then go sit there and just think, man, there's more sitting there waiting. And I just have no self-control. Yeah, like, good. I tell people all the time, they're like, you must be real disciplined. I'm like, I have... None. So, I guess I have some discipline to, like, not buy it and bring it in the house. Well, but, I think that's where it ends, though. You know, that's Which just, is fine. Yeah. Uh, do you use a smaller spoon when uh, you eat your no. ice cream? I used to, actually. Um, when, I was, when I was dieting, I did... Right now, I don't. Okay. I just pictured him uh, eating with like one of those little baby spoons. That's, Dude, that's, that's, that's what I that's thought of. What I, it's got like a little decoration soft, on yeah. the handle. It has a little soft end. <laughs> well, not not the baby spoons, but you know, like the um, the ones they give you to try. Mm-hmm. Like if you go to an ice yeah. cream shop and they have like those little wooden Dude, we sh- that should be a diet like that. where you can only you did have smaller utensils. <laughs> you can only use chopsticks. Like, that, that tiny kitchen. Yeah, bro, don't get me started on tiny uh, kitchens. Dude, I have this weird fascinations when they make like the really tiny food. Can watch it all day. Could you we imagine? We should just have those utensils, you know, and people trying to trying to eat a sweet potato with that. Just How long little, would it take them? A little knife. Mm. How long do you think it would take like a normal meal of like sweet potatoes and steak? Too long. At what point would they just drop pick them it and up, pick it up with their hands? <laughs> like a savage, like, hey, a, like yeah. a human being should. What if you had to use chopsticks uh, for everything? I get real good at chopsticks, man. I know. Be eating for like six hours. I only eat one meal a day, but it takes six hours. <laughs> Could you eat ice cream with chopsticks? Nah, that's not a thing. You man. find a I'm way. Just saying. What if you had to? I mean, like it can. It's gonna melt at one point and just licking out of the. Well, it, there's going to be one point where it's like it's grabbable and it's doable and it's going to last for 30 seconds and yeah. you better really make it work. I mean, mm. I, don't, I don't think this will... Tighten up. Hey, my dog eats ice, ice, cream ice cream without nothing. spoon. Yeah. I could probably do that. I think that would probably be better than without... without I guarantee you things. your YouTube cha- or your uh, Instagram <laughs> channel would probably quadruple if, if you're out there eating ice cream with uh, yeah. your hands tied behind your back. There's, don't people like that? Don't they watch people eat? Yeah, that is the, a weird thing on YouTube. Thing. I don't know. People why. just like chow down on well, like noodles on and Instagram, stuff. Like you just see their faces, um, and then just putting food down, and I'm like, what if people? I got like no interest. Mm. I, I don't care about people enough to watch them eat. No. I'll watch you make food. Yeah. I don't want to watch you eat it. So, so we know we basically made it made it clear that. Um, Pick the things you want, your discretionary foods, calories, the things you enjoy. Allow yourself to have them and trust that, hey, it's just calories. It's, it literally is numbers. And again, like you don't have to count calories, but calories count. Um, and um, just to touch on a subject too, because a lot of people think, well, like, well, you're getting super lean, right? 
training like what 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 is training looking like um and for a lot of people usually when you eat those type of foods um the guilt culture and they feel like they have to they feel like they have to um run and they have to like do a lot of cardio and this and that burn all the calories yeah be in the gym for two or three hours um and for me i mean the, the approach was the same it was we're pretty big on just the right amount mm-hmm. or um, or less is better. Um, so training two to three, uh, not two to three, three to four times a week. And then the other days I would just walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and which is basically what I do on a regular basis. So I really didn't touch any of the training. What I did do is um, as I got leaner, I would increase my step count. So I would, um, I'd st- I would start with, I have a certain kind of set structure with my walking. Um, I like the structure where I have a meal and then I go for a walk. I have kind of the ability with my schedule to do that. So I would have breakfast, go for a 10-minute walk, lunch, go for a 10-minute walk, and then dinner and go for a 10-minute walk. Um, so as I got closer to the photo shoot and I, I got slightly leaner, I would just my, just make my walks a little bit longer. So yeah. I would go instead of 10, I would go 15 minutes each and then 20 minutes on each. And I think that's... as um, as much as I did, about an hour walking, a, a little over an hour a day. Um, yeah. Most days, even on off days, I would just keep the the structure the same. Um, and what people don't realize is, so your neat, your non-exercise activity, it, it accounts for way more calorie burn than exercise. Yeah. Right over the over the big picture, mm-hmm. and then the thing that can be affected when we're when we diet and we're in a calorie deficit is our body would naturally want to move less, you know? So then our NEAT goes down, we we naturally chill out more. So if you kind of track your NEAT though, and make sure, well, hey, I'm gonna make sure it stays the same, then you keep that same calorie burn while you're dieting, and it's not, it's not exercise, so it's not like you have to recover from it, it's not gonna have like major hormonal effects. Um, and that, that combo right there of being in a calorie deficit uh, and move, making sure you move the same and that you don't naturally let your neat nosedive is super powerful. Yeah, so I mean, a, good, a really good thing is either just tracking your knee. Um, you, can, you can have your step count or um, like I did, I know I I get super obsessive with, um, with step counts. Like if I'm shooting for a goal, like that's all I'm thinking about um, and then trying to make it work. So I just plan on um, a certain set time that I do it, a certain amount of time, um, and that works. So, yeah, just like track some some way and aim for that um, as you're dieting, so you make sure that your activity is the same. Yep, and then you should always be training. And this is too. I was thinking, you know, a lot of times guys like us who naturally struggle to gain muscle and stuff, but then on the same time we can have an easier time losing weight. I think a big factor of that is. We're always so scared of losing muscle and wanting to gain muscle. We're always going to train like we want to gain muscle. Yep. Yeah. Um, and we're, and in actuality, that's the best way to train oh, yeah. when, you're, when you want to lose body fat. But what do a lot of people do? They think, oh, I'm going to do a ton of cardio. I'm going to do super high reps. I'm going to shorten my high rest. High reps, low weight. Yeah, shorten my rest periods. I want to tone. Yeah. Oh, God. And they start training like that, which then just kills your, you know, your gets your cortisol sky high and you know it's just hard to recover from um and really if you want to train like that you should be training like that when you're eating in a surplus and you're taking in tons of calories so i'll put an example um 
I've so two years in a row I've dieted, right? So usually towards the summer. Um, so it was 2020. So 2018 was the first year. Um, I was about 160 and I dieted down a little over. Um, and I added a lot more cardio type things. So some days I would go for a run. I would do some like um, hit training. So I would still train um, with weights four times a week. And then I would do hit training one day. And then I um, I do a lot of dog walking. So I would run with the dogs every now and then. And my weight loss was actually a lot slower than last time, whereas my activity was a lot less. So um, my guess and my theory is the stress factors, right? So I'm stressing my body a lot more. There's a lot more cortisol. There's water retention. Um, so there's a lot more things happening for my body to make it harder to lose weight. Where for this one, yeah, I'm hitting my numbers. I'm not stressing my body a ton. Um, and I was dropping about a pound a week pretty consistently, uh, just making sure, yeah, I I kept the, struct the, the structure the same week after week. Yeah. And then when you're training, you're focusing on, you know, that six to 12 rep range, plenty of rest in between sets, trying to get stronger. Um, yeah. And, and like the, the key things that you should really always focus on. Yeah. That gets kind of the foundation, right? Like yeah, two mean, things that, are that always going to be, I think that shouldn't change and what, no, no matter what your goal is. Yeah. Like if your goal is weight loss, then still aim to get stronger because yeah. you want to maintain muscle or at least maintain your strength. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but it might not happen as fast or at all, but you're going to maintain what you have. Yeah. And then, so, so you're maintain the same style of training and like the amount of protein you eat should pretty much always stay the same too. Like yeah, those I are two those really two big factors, constants factors. that no matter what should always just be kind of the center of your, your training universe, yeah. I guess. And again, this is an extreme example, but look at bodybuilders or sports literally to like get as lean as possible with like as they, much muscle as possible, the leanest of any athlete on the planet and look how they've trained for decades. They just strength train, walk and let you've the never seen a bodybuilder and doing eat. head training. No, no. Cause they yeah. don't. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. Because it's not we, that we good started. for getting but lean then you in the have, long run. I don't know why we started even doing head training. Right? I don't know. Because <laughs> it just, was easy to get commercialized. There was like yeah. one study that said it was like super effective. Efficient, yeah. Like you would just, burn more calories yeah. in a shorter time, which is true, but it doesn't take into account the hormonal effects. Well, it, it didn't find out that that was only like a really short-term thing, like four to six weeks. And then yeah. after that, it kind of nosedives and you would have been better off just keeping your, your neat up and doing low-intensity stuff. And we've also uh, learned... Um, through some research and then with some clients here that when you do high intensity training, then usually the rest of the day you're moving a lot less, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so then so they're your calorie burn in the um in the day set. it's a lot a lot less. So you would probably be better doing slightly less intensity and then you end up moving a lot more. So you end up burning a lot more calories yeah. through that day than just trying to really go hard in the gym and then just going and passing out on the couch for the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, when you're sitting there, you're like, I burned 800 calories in my workout. It's like, what'd you do the rest of the day? Laid on the couch. Yeah. So then, Did nothing because well, I was tired. You would have burned 800 calories moving around more and not, you And know, not feel like crap. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and not wrecked everything else, too. Yeah. Yeah, yep. that's... And then, what, and then the other thing is when we do train like that, it drives our appetite up. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so then we're hungrier. more than normal. Or if you can ignore that, a lot of times people still will be like, oh, well, I deserve it because I've worked so hard and then mm -hmm. they end up eating more. Yeah, they'll see like, oh, I burned 800 calories. You know, I can have a yeah. treat, which doesn't really work that way, but. And, it, and, and since you build up that fatigue, um, 
it's also harder to make decisions. So if you do decide to give yourself a treat, then you're more more likely to actually eat more of that mm -hmm. treat. So you're like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna eat just this certain amount of um, yeah, of I don't know, a piece of chocolate. Then you're gonna end up eating a lot more, most likely, because that fatigue is there. So you're not really even gonna care. Yeah. Um, like I've noticed a lot. Um, going back to the ice cream, when I don't sleep well, um, or I'm tired that day, it's a lot harder to say no to the ice cream once I put it away. Um, I usually want want more or tend to go to the freezer and open it again and start. Um, Dude, I'm the same way. Grabbing some spoonfuls from. Like the if I don't pond. sleep, I could honestly eat all day. Yeah. And never really be, I'll say, satisfied. Like I'm always just like hungry the whole day. And I think for me, like hit training and high intensity when you really go hard kind of does the same thing yes like, you're so fatigued you're looking for external energy yeah um, so food is, a, is a easy, anything will do easy source yeah. yeah yeah that's how i feel that's why i don't do any high intensity stuff anymore i mean i think all of us just walk yeah that's pretty much the extent yeah. of our high intensity but yeah and then naturally i'm a you know worrier and stressor and same. have stuff going on in my head so that affects things too right so then mm -hmm. if i add in i need so recovery I have to force right and so if I'm just training like that all the time it's just adding to all you know my it's to your bucket my natural state you know so I need for me it's more impactful to have restorative training right so if I literally if I'm scheduling I'm going to walk the trail that's me scheduling in recovery and like you know that rest and digest mode and getting my body in that mode like that's what I found is like yeah, it's kind. Of, it's I'm moving and I'm treating it like a workout, like it's in my calendar, like I'm going to go do this. But I've learned, like, if that was a hit workout, well, I'm just going to go to the gym, stress myself out more, and add to my stress state that I that yeah, I, I don't think that helps your day. To. It doesn't help my day to do stuff nah. like that anymore. I feel like it kind of, I don't know, worsens things. And yeah. like I think way better after a long walk than I do after. You know, and it's yeah. a lot twenty more, minutes like, of destroying it's a lot more myself. more enjoyable, right? For oh, I me, love it. If I think like, oh, I'm gonna go for a an hour walk, or I'm gonna go wreck myself for 20, 25 minutes. Like, just the thought about wrecking myself for 20, 25 minutes, like it's already gonna get me wired up, and I'm already, yeah. I'm already like stressing about it because I know I'm gonna be wrecked after. Uh, so I just rather be like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna go for yeah. a walk, and that's gonna yeah. be a lot. And do some of my best thinking on yeah. a walk too. Yeah. And then, like we said with the ice cream and trusting calories, you have to trust the overall process and know yes. I can get lean and strong and muscular and feel and not good. Have to, and feel good. Like it's okay. Like I can go for this for walk, and it's I'm not setting myself back. You know. Well, and we have this culture too of like uh, go hard all the time. Mm -hmm. That people think that's the only way to really get there. Um, yep. where it can be a lot, it's so much simpler mm -hmm. than that. And um, it's, uh, and it's funny. And then, you know, we're a bunch of guys who don't have the best genetics in the world. Nah. Um, but I was telling you how I, I watched, there's someone at one life, you know, this super huge, like action hero looking guy, um, you know, who obviously works hard, but also in this consistent, but has good genetics. I mean, just, you know, he looked like Batman or something, you know, in Batman suit. And he, dude, he, he trains the same. I was watching him train. And he would just do a set, you know, he was doing like tricep skull crushers, you know, yeah, do a set and he would and do a chill. set of like 10 and then just lay there for like five minutes with his hands like over his stomach, just laying there breathing. Yeah. Then he would do another set. Then he would just lay there for four or five minutes. Do not. And it's in like this dude's strong, jacked, lean. And that's how like bodybuilders and 
most people like that have always trained, you know. But then you get, um, you know, Jane, who's 45, and she has three kids, and she works full time. She's super stressed all the time, and then she thinks, and then she looks the same year after year, even though she goes to spin class for an hour, and then body pump for an hour, and then some other class for an hour, and it's like, I'm working out three hours a day. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, and they're just always stressed, you know. And then you tell them to do a hard set of 10 and then rest three minutes before another, and they can't. Their they whole panic, world man. crumbles. Yeah, they, yeah. They, panic. they panic. They're like, like I gotta, they get I gotta anxious. go. And it's like, well, you're not pushing hard enough in that set of 10. Like, yep. um, you got to trust this over whole process. Yeah. And it's funny, like we've seen it, you know, we've changed kind of the, the way we train at the gym a lot. I mean, if you think about from day one, mm-hmm. how we've changed across the years, like it's been, I well, mean, it we've, went we've, from a progression of we need to do what people want. Yep. Into where, as you know, we've gotten more confident in the business, we can, hey, let's give people what they need. Yeah. Um, but then the thing is, that. like, we're all confident that it works. We do the exact same thing and people trust us. And then it's just, you know, kind of extending that they, mm-hmm. and kind of living it, yeah. you know, like they trust us. This is what to do. And then just putting everything we have behind it and people have been loving it. But, you know, you get your average person in here and tell them that this is what we're going to do or it's something new and they're not going to want to do it. If you tell yeah. someone, Hey, you're going to rest for two minutes in between every set you do, they look at you like you're crazy. Yeah. You know, cause most people want that orange theory, go, go, go. Someone screaming at you stuff. Whereas, you know, this is a lot more beneficial. Yeah. I mean, we've always, for the most part, had a base of strength days on Monday, yeah. Wednesday, Friday, the Thursdays, like active recovery, low intensity day. So mm-hmm. we really only have two, hit days, yep. you know, we're really one, which is Tuesday. And then Saturday, you have the option of the one class Saturday yep. Smackdown or yoga. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's what we've always said is, uh, a base of strength. And then one hit session a week is, is normally fine for most people. Um, especially if you're like maintaining, yeah. um, but some people will find, especially if you're, and this really comes down to the type of person you are. Like if, and unfortunately, I think like this is 70% of the people, but there's 30% that aren't. Some people are super chill. Um, and those people do great doing a little more high intensity stuff. But if you know you're dieting, you have a stressful life, you're a stressor by nature, uh, you're probably going to do better chilling out more and, and, and having workouts like walking that help you get into that relaxed state. Yep. Yeah. The people who need the easy stuff are the people who don't want to do the yeah. the low intensity yeah. or like when we do breathing in the gym and if anybody leaves or doesn't do it, Those are the people it's usually the, the people that need it the most, yeah. but don't want to yeah. just buckle up and, and sit down and chill for a few minutes. And I think going back a little bit um, to the first thing you said when we went on a tangent is um, people need to trust the process. And I think people freak out a lot um, when they change things of how they used to do it. But a lot of times they fail to question themselves, how has it been working for me? Because like you said, some people, it could be three years and they've been doing three mm-hmm. um, hours of exercise and they still think that is the right approach. Yeah. To do and they it. just need to do more. So, yeah. Something has to be different, but it's like, well, how has that been working for you so far? Yeah. Um, and, and being able to being okay at embracing change and taking a different approach and just trusting it. Mm-hmm. But people panic because it's different. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. something unknown for them. Um, and a great example. So I think that's, that's, that's something that's hard for them to do. Yeah is we're working with the online client who's used to doing a ton and actually probably and gets away with it. But even then we had her drop down and do less and she are and less variety too. Cause then that's a whole nother podcast is 
<laughs> variety and muscle confusion. But she noticed right away from doing less, she's able to have a higher intensity and focus more, get more out of her sets. And now I'm doing the same exercises week to week. She's able to start to really compare and see what she was able to give and then be like, oh, shoot. You know, that exercise and workout rolls around again. And it's almost like you got to mint, I got to, to beat this set, you know, you have to yeah. like really put your mind into it and your focus into it. And then she sees where before how much was just, um, you know, not lollygagging, but you, you just, don't, just do it because just you going have, through the yeah, motions. And you, you can't compare because you're always changing everything. You're doing so much stuff that it's just all watered down a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that ultimately to create the change, you have to have that focus and intensity. Um, and doing less helps that happen, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think that's something we've learned. Um, yeah. And we, we just teach less is yeah. more. A great so. way thing is look at like professional sports teams, how they operate, right? Look at a football team. Right. You have you have a coach for every position. You know, you have a linebacker coach, a running back coach, a quarterback coach. That's so that that person can just focus on the key things that those players need to be doing. Right. Yeah, That and, one single position, basically. Yeah. You, they're not trying to do everything. You don't have one position, you know, learning some of the other stuff or the playbook parts for the other positions. It's you know, focus and intensity on what you need to be doing. And then trusting the process around you, right? Yeah. Like, I know my corner's going to do what he's supposed to do while I do what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And, like, everything works out. And that's where people need to be with their fitness, right? Like, okay, like you have to know who you are. You're, if, you're, you're, if you're not a CrossFit athlete, if you're not, like, bodybuilder that's going to step on stage, like, don't train like them, you know? Like, if you just want to get lean in the context of a stressful life, like, you're probably going to need different strategies, probably focus on less stuff, you know? Yeah. So, um, and so real quick for the people, uh, I think they'll find it a little interesting is we, obviously we talked about ice cream, how to fit it in in general, but maybe talk a little bit about the details of ice cream. So like the difference between gelato and regular ice cream, what to look for, um, those kind of things. All right, so I'm no expert, but I'll, I'll touch on what I know. <laughs> so basically, um, I'll touch on the first question. So ice cream and gelato, um, part of it is gonna be ice cream, it's higher fat content. So uh, for it to be technically ice cream, I believe it has to be at least 12% butter fat, and gelato is around 10% butter fat. Um, and gelato is gonna have a lot more milk than ice cream. Ice cream has a lot more um, cream, but there's a balance between cream milk and sugar, and then gelato has a lot more milk. It's churned and served at higher temperatures. Um, that's why it maintains a little more of that creaminess, even um, without being technically as creamy, because it doesn't have as much cream. Um, so that's basically between that. Now, in the realm of ice cream, you can have a bunch of different, uh, like, you can have um, like lighter type ice cream, so you ha you can have your halo tops and all that stuff, which usually if you see when you open your um, halo tops and you bring it out of the freezer, it's gonna be like rock solid, right? Yeah. So I hate um, it. Part of it is because they use sugar um, alcohols or sugar substitutes. So the sugar, what it does in real ice cream is it binds with the water. So once you freeze it, um, it keeps the temp the freezing temperature 
lower, so when you freeze it, it's still creamy. Where with this one, it basically fr freezes the water, so it's super hard. So you're basically just touching the frozen water. Um, so that's that's kind of like why those are like that. And then you have different levels. So if you, everybody knows in the grocery store, like the Edis and all those brands, the Braggers, um, those are gonna be are gonna have a little more air on them. So when you turn them, um, you can you can adjust, but usually you whip more air into them. So the air volume is higher um, in your pint, and as you're scooping, then that's going to be a little bit like a lighter ice cream. Um, and then once you get to your brands, like you can even feel it when you when you grab your pint, you yeah, know, how, like, how much heavier, how much heavier it is, um, how much more ice cream there's in there. Right. So essentially. The more premium stuff is going to weigh more because there's more premium ingredients that yeah. weigh more. Yeah. yeah. So basically, um, you're you're putting a lot less air into it. Um, I'm 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 thinking about the word right now. That's not coming into my head. There's a specific word. It doesn't really matter. Um, but basically, yeah, you're putting a lot less air into it. Yeah. Um, so it's going to weigh a lot more, and you're putting a lot more cream. Which usually the cream is like the more expensive part yeah. of the um of the ice cream. Um, Which is why Halo Top exploded onto the scene because yeah. they literally they charged a premium price, and you're essentially paying for more air because it's a lighter ice cream. Yeah, you know, so then their profits were probably a lot more. Um, and um and yeah, I mean, and they they did sell a lot. I mean, they, they I think they sell a lot more than normal ice cream just well, because people people feel end up well thinking I can guilty, have more, right? Yeah. So then um, not only do you pay more per pint, you're like, oh, this is only. Four, 300 calories, I'm gonna have two or three more. You end up having the same and you spend but, triple the yeah. price. But yeah. you awful ice cream. So, what's your, if you had to choose, I won't say favorite flavor, and maybe we'll all go, um, but what's your favorite flavor, like profile? Um, I would say something cinnamon, cream cheese based. Um, probably cinnamon the most. Um, a cinnamon base is probably my favorite. And then, as far as mixins, um, probably either like cream cheese swirl stuff like that, or a um, graham, graham cracker base. I, I mean graham cracker uh, mixin. I just love that. Um, yeah, that would be that would be pretty much like if I had to choose something to eat for the rest of my life, something along those lines. How about you? Jesus, I would. Uh, I don't know. I go back on back and forth. Like I guess in general. I could always go with like a classic like cookie dough or cookies and cream. I so I have a pro problem with like a mental block with like any fruit flavors and stuff cuz I remember when I was a kid, I would always see uh, we would go to get milkshakes at Dairy Queen and you know <laughs> they had the Heath bar. But when I first read it when I was, you know, little like little kid, I thought it was said health bar. And I was like <laughs> Dude, I don't want healthy. It I don't want to put a Nature Valley. Bar I don't want there. a healthy ice cream. You know. So and the same thing. If something's like lemon, something, it's like pff, lemon. That's like that goes with so with your water. You know. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't want that. So I've always gravitated towards, you know, snackier like stuff with cookies stuff. and and stuff like that. Um, and then so I get on kicks where I, I, I really enjoy chocolate because it is so strong and powerful. But then at sometimes I'm like. I'm not digging chocolate because it is so strong and powerful. Um, so some, somewhere, like with anything, I, I'm Mr. Moderate, right? So I do like that kind of like cinnamon, you know, 
it's like enough flavor, but it's not overpowering. So yeah. like that cinnamon roll ice cream you made, um, what was the that breakfast one for Oof. Lolly's? Uh, the bref- the cinnamon toast. Goals. The, the cinnamon, cinnamon toast. Yeah, it was crunch. cinnamon toast crunch and cinnamon sugar pop tarts. Yeah, like that was. Good God. Yeah, if I could, had to pick one thing, it'd be that like cinnamon sugar, um, like cinnamon brown sugar type type type, type flavor profile. Yeah, same. yeah. So, I don't put a lot of thought into stuff like this. Clearly, <laughs> um, I just kind of eat what I'm given. So I'm kind of the outlier, I guess. But I will say, the cinnamon, the um. Cinnamon Toast Crunch one probably was one of the best ice creams I've ever had in my entire life. Um, but I'm the type of person where I'll have ice cream and I'm like, oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. That's pretty much where it ends, even though I, like, I try to give good feedback to Diego. Um, so I don't put a lot of thought into this topic in particular. But also, the lemon he gave me, because I'm pretty much the biggest fan of lemon flavored anything in the whole world. Like, I could have eaten that. Like, a whole gallon of that. Easy. And I could probably eat that every day. Not so... For me, the lemon or that one, like I can't decide. I know they're they're very different, but those are it's probably a tie. See, I've learned to like a lot of different things in ice cream um, that I don't like in general. Like yeah. peanut butter, I can pass overall, but I've learned to really love it in ice cream for some reason. It's just a different concept. Um, fruit, fruit stuff. I mean, I I like fruit, but it initially as well like it was like oh fruity stuff but then once i have something like a good like fruit swirl and ice cream i like cherry cherry stuff <sighs> see that's the one thing i'm nah i just Most like cherry, i would eat it, it but it has a weird what? taste you ever had cherry garcia i have not nah, and it's it just kind of sad at all. yeah it's pretty good i i, I like th- no i don't i mean i'm cherry not gonna say chocolate. it would be I, bad I don't trust you anymore but <laughs> i don't because like do we used to get always like some type of um, chocolate for Christmas and Mike always got chocolate covered cherries and I always wanted to like them and I would always try it and be like this is disgusting mm. and I think that turned me off from the cherry chocolate combo so when I see an ice cream I'm like, eh, What's like the, I saw I saw your eh. top three favorite flavors and I've never gotten it and I always want to just because um, it's a fun name but the chubby hubby or hubby chubby uh, chubby, chubby hubby. hubby yeah what was what, what was that one? so that's um vanilla melt um, vanilla malt base um, which actually Ben and Jerry's vanilla base is horrible. Um, so if you ever had just Ben Ben and Jerry's vanilla base and you like it, don't talk to me. Uh, no, but it's it's definitely not good. But actually, with the malt they added in there, it makes it it makes it pretty good. I wouldn't say even decent. It makes it good. Um, and then it has chocolate covered pretzels. Um, I think peanut butter covered pretzels and a peanut butter swirl, I believe. So it's probably some lines. salty in there, like salty. Yeah, salty sweet. Um, so it's, it's, it's actually real good. I wasn't expecting that, but uh, it works really well. So of all the brands that most people can get at any grocery store, what's what's the what's someone's safest bet? I'm probably Ben and Jerry's. I mean, just because usually one of the best things in ice cream. It depends. So it depends what you like. If you like just the base itself, um, and to taste kind of the 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 actual ice cream, but in Jerry's is not going to be the best because the bases are not great. But if you enjoy the mix-ins, um, which is, I think, most of the people. That's kind of where they went, right? Whereas Haagen-Dazs is probably. Yes. So Haagen-Dazs would probably be a better example. Like, hey, if you like good bases, um, that would probably be best. But uh, if you like better, uh, if you like the mix-ins, then Ben & Jerry's, that's the one brand that consistently you get a bunch of mix-ins. It, there's never an issue with quality control or super low. Um, now, if you have access to high road craft, um, 
they they're mostly just in the um, east um, side of the country. So they um, their bases are actually really good. They're not super easy to find. Um, they're kind of slowly growing, but I would say Ben and Jerry's and High Road would be my two my two choices. Ben and Jerry's for mixins and chunks, and then High Road for um, all the other stuff. Although they have some with the mixins, but they're hit or miss on that, so I wouldn't count. What them. about the um, kind of step down brands? What's the best between like the Briars and Blue Bunny and all those? <sighs> mm, I'm not I'm not a fan of any of them, but I would say probably Blue Bunny. Um, have you ever had the, their um, Rocky Road? I haven't had many nah. of Blue Bunny flavors, to yeah. be honest. I don't think I've um, ever had it. It has little bunny chunks in it, so it's kind of cool. <laughs> you would is like, that, you that, would like uh, bunny is chunks? That just why you like I it? Mean, I mean, I'm like a nine-year-old, it would make me like it better. Like the dinosaur eggs in your yeah. oatmeal? <laughs> Bro, those are rad. So last, just because it popped in my head, I don't know why. It has nothing to do with ice cream either. That's fine. What is it's your heavy. favorite Little Debbie treat? oatmeal cream pies Oof. It, it has to i just oatmeal everything give it give it to me so side note a lot of years ago i ate a whole box of oatmeal cream pies oh i remember the story threw up the next day and i haven't had one since okay so my favorite little <laughs> debbie treat is clearly not oatmeal cream pies anymore um i think zebra cakes man hmm I don't know I why. What's the, what's the one that's like rolled up? A oh. Swiss cake roll. That was going to be my second. So I think my, I had, so growing up, we always had the oatmeal cream pies. I think it's because like my mom thought it's oatmeal. It's healthy. It's healthy. Yeah. So it's like a Heath bar. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I had the most and I like them. But. Bro, the Swiss cake rolls, the if, you Swiss cake if you put rolls, them in the freezer. Oof. I'd always be a little like. You know what, man? Jazzed about. Whitney asked me to go get like a treat one night. She's like, I'll just pick up anything. All right, cool. Like, I'll pick up something I want. You'll probably like anything. So I picked up a box of Swiss cake rolls, and I came home. And I don't think she's ever been more disappointed than me in my entire relationship. <laughs> I, I can see her. I like, can see she her was, being... she was dumbfounded that that's what I would pick. Then I didn't get it because I think they're great. I think they're good, but clearly not everyone feels that way. Mm. So now, like, I, I, if I ever go to grab them, now I hesitate because she hated them that much. Yeah, I for me nowadays, I mean. Almost 10 out of 10 times, I'm just getting ice cream. Mm -hmm. Even like, dude, like people, like I'll have cake if I'm at a birthday party because it's like I'm your partaking, but like I never like by myself would like buy want a, a slice of cake, you know? Me neither. Um, you know what I gravitate towards? Cereal. Every, every now and then. I like but cereal I, I, more than anything, I think. Yeah. yeah. But even then, I feel like I'm forcing it. Yeah. Like it's not like something mm -hmm. I would... I, Rather have ice cream, right? I would like, rather have <laughs> cereal than ice cream in any like, day. I would say ice cream, of course, would be my first choice, but then I'll be torn between pie and cookies, man. That's my second one. What kind of pie? So, Almost any pie, but I would say apple, apple. or pumpkin would be two like, classics. Yeah, my, my top two. Those are my top easy. two as well. Yeah, I like cookies too. I feel like I can like match those up with ice cream, though. You can. I, I, I mean, cookies or pie yeah. match real well with ice cream. Yeah. So That's what it is. And it's, most pies I could get down with. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to make one. And, yeah, like, and then you feel, I'm not going to buy a pie. No, some, I'll some people I'll, clearly <laughs> do. I'll have it in Thanksgiving, and that's pretty much about it. it it's funny, right? Because like both directions you go, you feel weird about it, right? Like You can't buy an entire pie. Like I want some pie. And you're going to go, go buy, buy the whole entire, thing. 
And then when you buy like a slice of pie, you're like, oh, I'm so weak. Yeah, like, like this. I'm, pff, I'm a wimp. One slice. You know. What am it, I it's just an awkward. Life? It's just an awkward situation all around. Where do they sell single slices of pie? I mean, if you go to like a restaurant, I guess. Yeah, places yeah. like that and whole bakeries. You can, that's what you can get. Oh. Um, I don't frequent <laughs> bakeries very often. <laughs> so it's just it's just the whole deal, you know. Yeah. So then I'll end up. Just ice cream's the easiest. An ice cream. You'll feel the least bad about it too. I mean, it's just, a, in my opinion, it's the best one. Like it just. Well, that's the thing. About I like the creaminess and the yeah. being cold and the flavor is just. And honestly, I'd rather spot, have man. beef and sweet potato than most of the other things we've talked yeah. about. Yeah. Same. Know? Like it very like it satisfies me enough to where, um, again, and this is the cool thing about really noticing these things. Like, what is the high priority? Like, what thing really is? Do you really, really want? You know, and it's for most people, it's only going to be a small handful of things. Yep. The other stuff just sounds cool. Yeah. You know, it like just, it sounds yeah. appealing and entertaining. It, and, and a lot of times it's more appealing just because it's there than more than actually that you want it. Yeah. And the like, novelty of it. Like of think a lot of, of all things. the stuff that's at like when you go to like a social gathering and there's that table. Just full of stuff. I mean, and think of how much of it. How much do you really just, want? It's just mediocre. Like, it, have you have you ever woken up and be like, yeah, dude, a slice of apple pie is that's that's what I want. Like, my life would be better. Yeah. Or rye crackers or something like that. You know, they always have like weird <laughs> crackers. Yeah. It's like, dude, I never would have woken up today and been like, I need these crackers. No. You know, or, yeah. or not I, at all. Or this cheese ball. You oh, know, that's like, always weird. Yeah. And she, I mean, I, I can dig a cheese ball, but yeah. it's like, but I, you start I don't really like. You start no. weighing it against other stuff. Like, would you rather have cheese ball or cookie dough ice cream? Yeah. You know, I mean, there's decision. no contest. Yeah. No. What if that's how you weighed all your decisions of, like, you did a March Madness and you're, like, you know, if, if I could only have one thing, if I had to do, like, a tournament. Your snack bracket. Yeah, a snack <laughs> bracket. Like, who wins out? And, like, that's just what, then you know what you want, you know? Put a lot of thought into it. We should do that. Because otherwise you're just, just eating everything else because it's there. Yeah. We should do a snack bracket. You know what yeah. I was just talking? Um, that would be fun, dude. Oh. We should do that. Yeah. Bro, oh, isn't March Madness will be in it's, March? <laughs> it's March. <laughs> yeah. Is it I mean, basketball? Should... <laughs> is March Madness basketball? We should do it. I think we should. I think we should. That'd be, um, that'd be fun. But um, just thinking on... Um, I spaced out on more where I was going to go. It's all good. Yeah, man. Let it happen. I'm, I'm spacing out real hard. You need some creatine. Yeah. Mm. Supposed to help my brain's not help, help with your brain. <laughs> my brain's not working. Um, we're talking I about a snack my, bracket, bro. I lost my train of thought. That's eh, okay. We always do that. Ever. Yeah. I, I would come out of left field though with like some salt and vinegar chips though. I mean, dude, no cheddar and sour cream chips. I would do a lot for those. I'm I'm okay with I live without chips. Yeah. Most chips I don't really care about, but those. And the funny thing is, like, I don't really like cheese on stuff, and I hate sour cream, and I don't understand why I like the chips, but I do. So, mm. you know what I was going to say, um, going back on the subject of like, if it's not there, you don't like it. If I was president, I would just not let people take food to the workplace and just mm -hmm. bring your own lunch. Yeah. Dude, I feel like that would like, if you want to cure how much shit would that solve? I know. Like, stop, be, stop be big, bringing big. in baked goods. But it's just, that'd be like the equivalent of saying we can't travel because of the coronavirus. That's true. Because, because the coronavirus is killing thousands of people. Yeah. Well. Obesity and diabetes is killing hundreds of thousands of people. President Diego <laughs> is making an executive, executive order. order. Hey, you know what? Real quick, I was thinking about that that comparison because I've seen that meme a lot. 
One of them is like an easy to identify, like boogeyman, right? It's external. It's a virus. The other one, like it's on the person. Like you got to deal with that crap yourself. And that's why people are like, well, it's not the same. Well, it it is the same. Like you could, you could do it, but yeah, but dude, that's a huge thing for people. How many people are like, oh, someone brought this into the office. Thank God we don't have to worry about that here. Like no one really brings too much in here except for Diego. (laughs) I guess I do too, but (laughs) But really, like, no one brings in a box of donuts in here. And it's like, oh, hey, have at it. And we got to walk past it every time we go coach somebody. Dude, that would be, like, that wears on you. I, yeah. Dude, I don't I'm, know how people I'm, do it. I'm over donuts, though. Mm, Dude, last I, time I had them, I had, like, nine. <laughs> and I felt, was it at the cookout? No, it was at probably one of um, Crystal and Justin's parties. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. And I had. I remember that. We bought, I just felt real Is hey, that when we had the burger? Yeah. On the. It was probably because I also ate, like. A bunch of other stuff, but I just felt sick to my stomach, you know? Like where we, we balled pretty hard that day, I think all of us did. Yeah. And they were the they were the type of donuts that are like you know They were huge. They're extravagant. Yeah, those are the ones that Becca always gets. Yeah, the Emily. Yeah, they're like three donuts in one. And now I have like donut PTSD, I think. No, nah, I that's another thing. Like I could eat a donut. I've never cared for like donut, cake, those type of things. Like if they're not an ice cream. I just fast. If they're an ice cream, like, of course I'll eat them. Cereal and donuts are my probably two favorites. Before, like, I would even know enough to know any about this, and it's just all instinct. So when I was younger, I was more like meats over sweets. Like, if, say, it's Thanksgiving, and you know you're gorging, I would always go for, for like, let me get more meat and savory stuff than, like, the the tray of treats. But then I would go for the treats after I ate all my meat. Dude, that's that's me. Like, I'm, I'm I'm the guy where it's like, oh, I want all the meat. But then I also mm-hmm. want all the sweets. Yeah. Like I'll just I'll just eat a bunch of the normal food and then I'll go to the dessert table and eat like four or five plates of that. Like yep. that would that would be me. Alright. What's wrong with us? Everyone's thinking. Everyone's now like running through their head all their gluttonous yeah. scenarios. Yeah. We've been there too. Yeah. Everyone's there. Everyone goes there. Alright, well keep an eye out for a snack bracket. Yeah. Let us, and you know what? We we're gonna let us know some ideas of who to include. Yeah, what what, what team what, are we going to put on the snack bracket? What snacks, right? Like do we go chips as a whole or do we have, or do we go specific? I think I think it's got to be type of snack. Yeah. Because if so we get chips, specific, yeah. Ice cream. Well, you can you can do like specific for each one, right? So you do ice cream, but you select that specific flavor. <sighs> you know what I realized? We're going to have to include it cuz Lindsay Manslack's going to be real mad that we just dog cheese um, cheese balls. Cheese balls. Yeah. So we might have to have cheese balls yeah, in the we, snack bracket. We should. So. <laughs> yeah. That's okay though. Like they're, they're it could be like the first round. cheese cheese balls slash cheese puffs. You know what I mean? Like that <laughs> could be a, cheese uh, puffs is under chips, man. Is it though? It's just a long cheese puff or cheese ball. Are they in the same aisle in the grocery store? I don't know. Maybe. Usually they don't, don't cheese balls come in like a a giant tub. Uh, che- no, 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 cheese no. balls are I'm like, the, like the creamy... You know, like cheese like, balls? Come out, come oh, like a thing. you can tell I'm not a cheese fan. <laughs> come on, man. Oh, is that a snack, though? Yeah, do you eat it as a meal? <laughs> I don't eat it at all, so I don't even know. <laughs> like, who just sits down to a ball of cheese? Uh, cheese ball? Well, well you, you, you hey, might be surprised. I mean, oh, we got a 40% obesity rate in this country. Hey, I think a I lot of people are find, sitting down. I want you to go poll 100,000 people, and I bet... 
Not one person would be like, I had a cheese ball for dinner last night. <laughs> I bet you there would be one of them. I think man. you're a liar. But I think you'd be surprised how many more They might have started snacking on the cheese ball, <laughs> but no one was like, what's for dinner, honey? No. Oh, I have this <laughs> onion and chive cheese ball. <laughs> if anyone hey, has ever had a I think cheese you're ball every, for hey, dinner, every, every, every <laughs> please let us know. Everyone in the family has a cheese ball <laughs> on their plate, and they're eating it with a fork and knife. Oh, uh, No. <laughs> That'll be the saddest meal ever. Hey, listen, the, listen. Uh, if anybody that's listening to this has ever had a cheese ball for dinner, please just holler. Because I would not love where to the know. cheese ball turned into your dinner because you were you were cheese balling and whining. You know what? You I'm, were gonna, like, I'm gonna have to do one. You that meal one day planned instead just for you, of cheese man. ball is for dinner. A cheese ball just though? for you, man. I'm gonna I'm Bro, gonna do it. I feel like my night and next day would be <laughs> awful. Like that wouldn't like, be good. Like what man. holds them together? Man. Yeah. Like what's going on there? I. That's stuff I don't get. Dips, cheese balls. If I you, can never you know have a funny? dip rest of my life, I I'd be like fine. most cheese balls. Like I love I love cheese, but I always go into eating a cheese ball very cautiously. <laughs> like just a little bit because just they're like all just like the they're edge. always different colors and fl- and like yeah. they always have something different on the you outside. You don't know what you're gonna get. The, la- the outside and, layer is always confusing. Like, what's it's like, going on here? Like what what am what I, what am to I gonna get? So yeah, I always just feel like probably how like if you were like in the wild and you're eating like you know herbs and stuff mm-hmm. and you don't you gotta like be careful it's not gonna kill you. You just take a little bit. That's how I am with cheese balls. You never know. If like you take that little die. nibble, you just put a little teeny bit on a cracker. Right on the corner of the cracker. And then you're like, oh, I can do this. <laughs> and then you do do you do that cheese ball? You go in on it, but then there's another one. You're like, nah, just take a little <laughs> slither. <laughs> Oh man! I've I've never had one, so I don't know. Sometimes I want like, there's no way everyone, pro- like, there's something wrong with my brain. You're just a real methodical man. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with that. I need a, a lot of people just go for it. They just dig. They're like, oh, a cheese oh, ball. Yeah. I mean, they're Ooh. all about it. You, you, you have like your uncle who takes like, you know, that little special knife for the cheese ball. <laughs> and like this, the little like flat edge knife. So did you see that there was like a thing going on the internet or Twitter where someone asked for um a bagel and <laughs> a McDonald's and they're like extra cream with extra cream cheese. <laughs> but then the person I think was that worked there is being passive aggressive, and there it was like <laughs> so that. much cream cheese and they just kept it and like it became this thing they didn't even eat it. And you ever you got like that uncle that just takes. Half the cheese on one, ball, on one cracker, on one cracker, and you're just like, "There's always that person." Nah, man, what are you doing? Mm, just to avoid like not putting just a hunk mm-hmm. of cheese on his plate, he's got to have that one cracker yeah. to balance it out. But at the same time, I have no problem eating a block of cheese, like regular sharp oh, cheddar. I do that any day. I don't know what's wrong. But a with, cheese is ball, there something wrong with me that that yeah. sounds like the worst thing? Is a cheese ball like blended up? Why is it so salty? I think it's I think got it's like sour cheese. cream or it cream has, cheese it has or to something. Have cream cheese in it. Yeah. This like yeah, I don't know. I don't know how. It's I've gonna never made a, uh, a cheese ball. Maybe someone should make one. <laughs> my mind. That's blown, my man. my idea. Is what if you made something cheese. that looked? If like it a, doesn't have cream cheese, I'm. I don't it looked like know a what cheese I'm ball, do? but I'm it was ice ideas. cream. You know what I'm gonna do for two hours tonight? I'll be vaguely watching TV and mostly googling and learning everything about <laughs> oh, cheese. about a cheese ball and the, the best type of cheese to use for it. You mm. think yeah, everyone thinks he's playing, but he's not. Nah. You guys should have been here when he was on his t-shirt kick. A couple of uh, uh, couple weeks ago, I wanted to know why, why some T-shirts are fifty dollars. <laughs> the different types of cotton, and now I know all about Supima cotton. <laughs> oh man, mm. 
You guys. Now I'm gonna learn why. No idea. Now <laughs> soon, I'm excited to know that I'm gonna know why there's pink cheese balls. I mean, yeah. Pink cheese balls? That's a new one. You you you've seen them, right? No. They're like vaguely. They're like weird fusion. I think I block balls. all that kind of stuff out when I like spinach and artichoke dip makes me want to throw up. Cheese balls if do. If it's pink, like why is it pink? Well, that's we, what I'm we trying gotta to find out. out. If anybody has if any know, more information, like, I, I I've like seen pink cheese balls. on cheese balls, holler. Slide <laughs> into not... someone's DMs and let us know anything that we're missing. All right. That's enough for today. That is. Good Lord. So hopefully you learned a thing or two. I feel like that was <laughs> that was like at, like way a long time ago when we were talking about ice cream. Just, I and mean, I, yeah. And we abs. just went off on a tangent. But you know what? Cheese is strongly related to ice cream. So. It is. I mean, in the end of the day, it's whatever you choose to eat. Ice cream. Yeah cookies if you want to fit balls. a cheese ball into the end of your day <laughs> then, that's cool man then ju- just need um just know you need to make some trade-off yeah to make mm. it happen exactly. um, you you can you can do them you can include them in your everyday but there's definitely going to be some sacrifices you're going to have to make in order to get there make a small um, cheese ball so um yeah depending depending what it is most like ideally track your food intake um that's going to give you a good idea and then after that if you keep the same structure don't worry about tracking but uh, that will give you a good a good idea and kind of guidance on what you're doing and what's working for you. All right. Cool, yeah. That closes it out. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.